1: Steve and Ted in the morning here on KNSS. It is uh, 7.32 on a Monday morning. Time for Mondays with the mayor, with Wichita Mayor, uh, Wichita Mayor Brandon Whipple. Good morning, sir. I almost forgot your name there for a minute. To... <laughs> hey, Steve. Good morning. How are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm, it's Friday morning, and I'm struggling a little bit, Brandon. So. Bear with that's me today.
0: Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll get you some coffee. You'll be okay. Yeah,
1: I'm 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 drowning. I'm drowning in it, but I'm not doing much good. Hey, listen, a little nice little rain came through last night. Not a whole lot of, of activity. A little wind with it, but at least we didn't get blown away. You
0: know, that's true. So far, so good. I mean, you know, you never know with the weather. Of course, we're all mindful of uh, the uh, destructive weather patterns that came through last year. Tornado hitting uh, Andover and everything. So. <laughs> Um def- definitely mindful, so I, I'm a little, uh, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to jinx us by <laughs> uh, saying, you know, it's all good right now because you never know what's going to happen in the next few days. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah. And we've got about three weeks left in winter. That doesn't mean anything because we've already started. The, we've started the, so, the tornado season. So anyway, uh, we've got a meeting this week, got a workshop this week. Is that correct? For the Wichita City Council?
0: That's correct. So because this is our last meeting of the month, uh, we have a uh, consent agenda, which is usually just nuts and bolts type stuff, although there is one item on a consent agenda I, I do want to point out, especially to your listeners. Uh, what we learned at the end of last year, we really pressed uh, uh, folks taking advantage of our rebate program when it comes to um, electric tools or, uh, or uh, stuff that conserves water. Um, And sadly, we got some feedback that there was a a small gap between the budget of last year and this year, where some folks went out, purchased items that qualified, uh, turned their receipts in, their, their paperwork, and the fund in December was out of money only to be replenished, of course, in January. So uh, we do have an item to uh, retroactivate those funds. So if you are someone who went out, purchased uh, one of these qualifying items, uh, turned in your receipt and was denied, now you can actually get that rebate back because, of course, we want people to uh, utilize these rebate programs. Uh, So that's one item on the agenda that I think actually uh, is more than just keeping the trains moving. So, uh, folks, if you... Again, in December, November, if you bought one of these and we're told the rebate program was out of money, uh, we're going to fix that for you this week. And when it comes to the workshop, uh, we just have a few items, uh, a few interesting ones, though. We're, we're talking about fireworks, which I think is going to be – shouldn't be controversial, but definitely will be controversial. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, you can't win on this one. It's one of those where both sides of the argument, the ones who – you know, folks who are saying, hey, we should have less restrictions on fireworks uh, I can see it from their point of view and then the folks who you know say hey th- these are actually dangerous in our urban core and of course we have a lot of dogs and folks who um, you know we have larger population particularly folks who uh, uh, who are older who, who uh, might be sleeping during the time when some of these fireworks are going off so it's a political issue I try to avoid <laughs> but you really can't. Uh, so we're going to have an update on our annual fireworks report, which might actually start some conversations about, you know, if we should make some adjustments to our policy.
1: You know, it's interesting. it's uh, a quick personal note. I didn't realize this, but the last 4th of July I was talking with my son who uh, served in the military in, a, in Iraq and Afghanistan, and I didn't realize that Scott, that he, when there's uh, fireworks going on, he, you know, he he gets a little jumpy. He after being being around that stuff, and so uh, I, my own son, I didn't realize that. So you know, these fireworks can be a little terrorizing for people like that, and and pets too as well. So
0: oh, definitely. Yeah. And the, the issue with it is about safety, and and of course, uh, you know, we, we do have folks who um, come back from from serving in the military who fireworks are a little triggering to, to some folks more than others. Yeah. Uh, but also the real Issue and again, I, I get the whole hey, we, we should have the right to do You know to celebrate the 4th of July how we, how we want The issue is usually uh, with fireworks that that go beyond six feet uh, in, in the air because sure. they wind up uh, You know in the urban core the way particularly the way uh, our, our houses are laid out um, it, It's so easy to get one of these fire fireworks into someone's gutter or on someone's roof and it, it causes real damage. I mean, this is, you know, if one house catches on fire uh, in some neighborhoods where the houses are closer, you can burn down multiple houses. And we saw that last year with, I I think some kids were playing with some Roman candles or whatnot. And uh, that, you know, I I think uh, it caused a house fire. And it's it's easy to think, well, this is big brother government is just stopping us from having fun. And yeah, that's part of it, (laughs) I guess, when it comes to uh, uh, this, where it is more fun to have bigger louder fireworks but the reasoning behind it is a public safety reason and i uh i think we toy around with these uh, ordinances to try to find that sweet spot Uh, you know could we allow larger fireworks in a smaller amount of time frame or uh, or so on but that's probably going to be the policy policy discussion moving forward it's a really a no win because again you can see it from all angles um but yeah we got to take on these type of Issues at the city level, so happy to do it.
1: You're going to take on, you're going to talk about plastic bags, right? Yes, another
0: another deep political issue, I guess. (laughs) Well, (laughs) we get the report from the plastic bag task force. Uh, This was um, initiated a few years back, actually, and the goal was how do we reduce, uh, basically, not not just plastics when it comes to the idea of recycling and, and, but also pollution, uh, trash that just winds up. Floating around Wichita, uh, just and winds up particularly in our water, uh, in our river, and so on. Uh, what's some of the stuff that we can do to prevent that, uh, or to cut back on that in the future? Now, I do think that the task force uh, looks towards some cities who have taken stronger measures to reduce the use of single-use plastic bags. Um, I'm not sure if there will be any type of policy recommendation. I think that the will of the council is to look towards ways to encourage, you know, more responsible use of, of uh, single use plastic you know, so that it doesn't get out in the environment. Um, but I don't see much, I guess, knee jerk type um, policy uh, coming down. I, I think the council is pretty moderate on this issue and wants to um, make sure that we, you know, we're being responsible without uh, overreacting.
1: You uh, I said Several years ago, and Dillon said they were going to go completely out of plastic. Uh, That's right. And, uh, but I, I never heard any more about it. It was four or five years ago, and, and I never heard more about it. So I guess they abandoned the idea, at least and, for and now. I think,
0: and that, I think, was the, the start of this task force. Um, I, I believe we actually had represent, representatives from Dylan who are on the original task force as well. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it, it's more it, – and, again, this, this conversation has gone from – a task force on um, single-use plastics uh, and basically litter, uh, and now we, we have a sustainability board. You know, we actually are, are taking on uh, these type of issues at, at a uh, more in-depth level. Uh, so um, that the the city moving forward is looking towards policy that's not only about trash and recycling and litter um, but also about sustainability and, and you know what we can do to have a more healthy environment in general so uh, the and that's something that we didn't have you know a few years back so I think the issue uh, winds up um, uh, kind of uh, becoming more uh, more of a diverse issue on when it comes to just environment and what could we do to be be more healthy as a city uh, of course we we got uh ozone season coming up uh, that yeah. was something that yeah. uh, megan follows very closely uh who works at the city here and so we you know we do have an invested interest in making sure that we have good air good less trash uh, you know less uh, contamination our no water of course so i think that's as we move forward we are leaving just the topic of plastic and and bags that's important but also going to a more overarching um, uh, discussion as we uh, think about the future of wichita
1: well a couple of years ago we talked about the fact that we probably need to plant be planting some trees around wichita too now that would help a lot i think oh yeah so <laughs> we
0: actually have a plan to right. to increase uh the amount of trees we, we can plant sadly uh, a lot of our trees they, they have a, a life cycle where you, you have some of the mature trees that wind up getting sick and if and I didn't know, I don't know enough about trees to be honest, but for what I'm told these trees actually they get sick, and just like us, they can pass that sickness or disease onto other trees hmm. uh, so we have to take those trees out well, not all the time uh does a city actually replant a tree once it removes a tree uh so in, in a lot of times in our budget, when they're looking for things to cut, the trees wind up getting 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 cut. So uh, (laughs) no Uh, pun intended, right? I mean, budget wise. uh, So, you know, how can we actually replenish those trees? There's uh, not just a, um, you know, a a good environmental reason for it, but it's also an economic uh, issue as well. We see that uh, our heat map actually shows that we have less trees in the lower income areas than we do in uh, the more wealthy areas. And what that does, it makes those areas literally hotter uh, than, there yeah. is with more of a tree canopy, sure. which means those folks are spending more money on uh, electricity to cool their houses in the, uh, in the summertime. So, you know, there's a, we, we got to get back to a, a responsible plan to ensure that if we're going to remove a tree, we plant it. And then also, what can we do to regain um, that tree canopy that we lost over the last decade or so?
1: All right. Well, as always, thanks for being with us. We'll check in with you again next week on Mondays with the Mayor. With Wichita Mayor Brandon Whipple. Stephen 10 in the morning here. It's uh, 7.42 uh, on this Monday morning. And coming up, we've got a uh, Wichita Business Journal update on the way. Fuselage issues again halt Boeing 787 Dreamliner deliveries. That's coming up. Stephen 10 in the morning on KNSS.
0: We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone
1: 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch.
0: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with AutoPay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without AutoPay plus taxes and fees. Phone fees, 24 monthly bill credits for all qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge
1: applies. See T-Mobile.com